Hi again, everyone. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Tonight, we're going to be looking at uh, tonight's WWE No Mercy pay-per-view. I'm joined here, as always, after pay-per-views with former WWE, TNA, and WCW head writer Vince Russo, as well as former WWE and TNA superstar Matt Morgan. Guys, how's it going? All right, Raj. How are you? I'm doing good. How, how are you doing, Matt? Dude, hanging in there, man. I don't know. Hey, Matt, this Matt, show. Matt, why are you late to the podcast, bro? Why, why, <laughs> why do Why did me and Raj Raj suggested you were probably getting a pump in, and I think that might have been the case. What, what What are you doing that you're late, bro? If there was ever a "that's what she said" moment, it would strike right about now. Um, I honestly was not expecting the pay per view end that fast, to be truthful. So yeah, you had to get ready. Yeah, I'd get my best sweet, my sweetest uh, Clipper jersey on. No, I was not expecting it in that fast. Bro, I started he, scrambling. He, he got a pump in, Raj. He got a <laughs> he, look. Look, he's sweating, bro. Look at the sweat on his forehead. <laughs> right. Well, well. Tonight we had no mercy. Uh, let's just uh, get right into it, guys. Uh, uh, basically, every other week now we got pay per views. November we're gonna have a little bit of a break because there's only one pay per view in November with the Survivor Series, which will be both brands. But tonight. Uh, SmackDown, No Mercy, uh, and they uh, opened up with a main event. So, uh, Matt, what, what were your all, what were your overall thoughts of the show? This is why you don't open up the show with your main event. I felt the rest of the show, I had nothing to look forward to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anything with AJ, um, you know, I'm, I'm generally pretty, you know, psyched about watching, and I know the fans feel that way too. And him as the world champ, him in the top spot, finally the whole night. And you throw them out there in the in the opening match. This is why you don't do it. It felt the the rest of that card just declined. The the the, the fans' attention span and being emotionally invested. After Dolph Miz, it was just a fart in charge. Yeah, that's that's how it went for me. I lost all interest after that Ziggler match. Uh, Vince, overall thoughts on the pay per view? Well, you know, Raj, this is my biggest. This is where my biggest WW heat comes from and i hope everybody can understand where i'm coming from this is why i think the wwe should be ashamed and i think they should be embarrassed for themselves and this is why yes it was a different time during the attitude era because we weren't a bunch of pansies and pardon my french pussies because let me explain to you why raj here's the main event was on first because they said everybody's going to watch the debate. Let's put the main event first. They they quit before the show even started. They quit not only on themselves, not only on their talent, but on every WWE fan and wrestling fan. They, before, before the show started, they waved the white flag. We quit. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. Let me tell you the mentality during the Attitude Era. We didn't care if there was a playoff game. We didn't care what the Monday Night Football game was. We didn't care if there was a presidential debate. The fact of the matter was, if we were going to lose a night, we were going to take part of your audience with us. That was the mentality. We didn't throw in the towel. We didn't put the main event on first because everybody's going to tune us off once the debate starts. That's my freaking heat with the WWE that nobody can understand. They freaking quit. And that's why the main event was on first. And that is an embarrassment if you are a wrestling fan. Now, let me ask you this, too. Why why does it even matter? Like, you know, uh, 
why does the debate matter? It's on the network. It, I mean, it's, if it's ratings or something, I can understand you wanting to move it earlier because, you know, your TV rating is going to, you know, drop. So you want the first hour to be highly, highly rated. But if it's on the network anyway, why do they feel the need to have it, have it, uh, have the main event go first? Sorry. People will just catch it later on the stream. Keep them in your room. Matt, you, you, your mute button's not working, man. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no. uh, but but you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what, what I was going to say is this, is, is, is to, to give you a fan's perspective of what Vince was saying earlier real quick. Monday nights, the fact that they had the balls to not care about who they were going up against, not wave, not only not wave, wave the white flag, but right, basically, you know, shake the red flag, you know, Toro at whatever their competition was, bring it, mother effers, we're still going to beat you. From a fan's perspective, I remember like yesterday being in college, and the bar that we used to go to, the, the bar we used to go to didn't have USA. I don't know why they didn't, but they didn't. They would give out half-off drinks, there'd be Monday night football going on, there'd be hot chicks there the whole night, and guess what? 90% of my team would stay in the dorm room because we got we got USA in there and watch that instead. So we're talking about the attitude error, drawing college-age kids versus hot, half-naked chicks and half-off beer and, and buffalo wings. That is an impossible demographic to catch nowadays, and it goes to show you the difference of their, 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 their mentality of, you know what, bring it on, mother efforts. We'll, we'll take you on. I don't care what's on the other channels. We'll beat you, or we're going to go down swinging at least. And tonight, that was a good point. That is what it felt like. They, they definitely waved the white flag, and it, they should be embarrassed. Right. Um so let's go to the show here. They had the, the kickoff. I don't know if you guys watched this, but uh, it's an eight-person tag team match. The Ascension uh, had changed their look a little bit. It was them and the VOD villains against American Alpha and uh, and the Hype Bros. Um, American Alpha got the win for their team. Uh, guys, did, did any of you catch this match? I actually did. I didn't know that was on the pre because um, I was a few minutes late to it, and I just assumed that was the uh, the, the the real show. Um, yeah, I thought America Alpha looked good, um, but again, they're doing the same thing they always do. They're joining everybody together, and it's very tough to get over when you have eight guys in the ring like that. You need to you need to take Connor working out with you. He's he looks like he's. Uh... He does live in Central Florida. I've actually he used to belong to my gym at Gold. That's surprisingly, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. He looks like uh, I don't know. He, he hasn't been looking good lately. Throw in your wellness policy joke here. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah. So uh, American Alpha get the win. Uh, grand amplitude, and then you know we went to the show and uh, pay per view kicks off. It was weird. So you know we talked about them opening up with the main event because of the debate, um, and. Then after the ring entrances, then they went to a video package, which which I thought was kind of odd. The whole, the, the pacing of that whole thing was just was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, any of you guys catch that? Oh yeah, no, Raj. I I kept looking at my clock because there was 15 minutes before there was any action. What we you know, we we used to oh we're gonna start hot. Well, you know that's why a lot of times Matt will tell you TNA. A lot of times we started with an X division match. Because we knew those guys would do crazy things. And it was always start hot, start hot, start hot, get the crowd up. Well, not only did they wave the white flag from the beginning, nothing happened in the first 15 minutes of the show. I, I, bro, I, 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 Raj, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know what they're thinking, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was weird. Like I said, uh, I just don't get it. If if it's network subscribers anyway, why they felt like they had to put the main event on first because they're already subscribed. Well, well, uh, Raj, I got to ask you this because I really I don't I only watch pay per views on the network honestly, and like I'll watch you know when when I review the Raw shows. Do they have sponsors on their network? Uh, they they have ads that play like when you start streaming it. Um, they have one or two. They have what do you, what's the MMA company? Um, Come on, uh, tap out. They have like tap out, and I believe one other one that they go to all the time. But yeah, I don't. Are, think, it's not like TV though. Because right, those are like the, sponsorships. That's uh, the only thing I could think of, Raj. They still have to show those companies' numbers. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, but you would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I'll, know. I'll drop that point, but yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, you had John Cena, uh, AJ Styles, uh, Dean Ambrose. They. They did a spot in the towards the end where Dean and Cena both got a submission on AJ Styles and Styles tapped. Um, this was kind of weird because he tapped, they rang the bell, but then the match just continues uh, because yeah. you know they both tapped out the champion. Uh, it seems like Styles should have been eliminated or, or something else, but the guy tapping uh, shouldn't be able to go on and, and then win. Um, the match was restarted. And then Styles pins Cena again. This is his third pay-per-view uh, pinning Cena uh, after hitting him with a couple of chair shots. Uh, Matt, which, what which, were your thoughts on this match? Which uh, they were very quick to point out immediately. They didn't even give AJ five seconds before that the, the chair shots were brought into the equation as to why he won. Um, they wouldn't even let that breathe for 10 seconds without reminding us what we just saw a minute and a half ago. Um, the, the double tap out was corny. It's them overthinking, over way overthinking. And forgetting that they're putting that show that that match out on the show first. Again, I get it's a championship match, but it's also look what happens when you start off that hot, if you will. It has no choice but to go down. The rest of the you know everything they teach us. This was the antithesis of why they put on a main event match first. Right, Vince. Yeah, Raj, I just, I swear to God, bro, I just, I would love to be in that room with the agents and the writers and Vince and 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 Stephanie and whoever's there. God, I would just love to hear the conversation. How how does a guy tap out and not be eliminated from the match and leave it to the other two guys in the ring, and he's allowed to come back and get the like? How does how does not one person in that room say like, "Are you serious?" Like it, I mean, like not one freaking person. You know the answer because they're chicken shit and they're scared out of their mind to to hiccup in front of Vince, let alone say this to him. I, I mean, that had to be one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, as a shoot, the guy taps out and he's allowed to come back in and win the match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was, yeah, they were trying to be cute, trying to, yeah. And it's well, like, that, that wasn't cute, man. That was stupid. There was nothing cute about that, man. Logic wise, that made absolutely no sense. And then them being too cute was the other part of this problem. Yep. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think of, of the match itself? As new as what you'd expect, I thought they tore it down as far as what they did in the ring. Um, I was expecting a less anything with AJ, and it's going to be like that, you know? Um, but you know they all had their, their their moments in there. 
Yeah, Vince, what about you? Man, I just, Raj, I wish, and like we, 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 I'm trying to change this now over at Rocky Mountain Pro. I, I, I just, I hate the fact that three ways, there's no count out and no DQs because they can't figure out how to book a match with three people in it. Because the logic of it, as Matt says, I always go back to logic. If I'm one of the guys in the match, why, why aren't I just hanging out on the outside of the ring? Tell the two guys in the you ring. You had me do out. this in my own. My I only had one three way. My first three way. You had me do that as a heel character. Yeah. Um, you had me just sit out on the uh, floor. Yeah. Like, I, and and I just and like I said, the only reason for that rule is so the agents can lay out a three way match. Logically, it's freaking ridiculous. Those are the little things in wrestling that I keep saying they need to change. Because anyway, you know, AJ would have would have watched the show from the commentator's position, would have watched the match, and then yeah. picked his spot and hit the ring. That's what he yeah. would have done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after this, they had Nikki versus Carmella, Nikki Bella versus Carmella. I, it feels like at this point they were encouraging people to switch over to the debate. <laughs> um, Nikki won with her new uh, rack attack, uh, rack attack two point is what they were calling it. Uh, Vince, your thoughts? I'm, I'm not. I'm, I swear to God. And, you know, I know, you know, Matt's afraid of his wife, and, you know, and all that. But I'll tell you right now, uh, Nikki's boobage and those shorts, that was the highlight of the night for me. I, I, I'm not kidding you. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. That was the that to me, that was the only thing worth watching on this whole show. Hashtag fan, uh, fans, hashtag boobage right now, please. I'm telling I'm you, that, that was the her, her outfit. Th- that was the only thing worth watching. <laughs> uh, That's a good point. Vince said that. Want to know why? They're trying to take the women more serious. They're trying to book them more serious. And, and look what stuck out to Vince. Vince is a pro at this. He's been watching it for years. He's still a fan of it. And that's what he took away from this. So good job, WWE. Yeah, well, I, yeah, she looked great. Uh, the match itself, um, <laughs> I, I, first off, I thought the ma- uh, the the first match, the opening match, I thought it was great. I thought Styles and Cena and, and uh, mm-hmm. Ambrose tore the house down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ended up being the second best match on the show, in my opinion. Yes. But um, you know, this was Nikki versus Carmella. It it what it was what it was. You know, uh, Carmella is not a heel. Sorry, I just had to say that Carmella should not be booked as a heel. Yeah, I feel like not she needs to t- tweak her character or something a bit because yeah. it's hard to buy. Um, yeah. They had a backstage segment with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. The uh, Miz was came in, uh, said he wants to renegotiate his contract after he wins because uh, they'll have the extra money from Ziggler not being with the company. Um, I thought great stuff from the Miz. I think uh, the Miz has just been on top of his game lately as far as promos go. Yes, passionate as hell as well. Yeah, he has been. You're right, and it's believable. Uh, Vince, what are your thoughts on uh, on the Miz lately? Oh yeah, no. That's why you know. Again, man, I, I I question I question the finish. I mean, and again, you know, they had the stipulation with Ziggler, and I don't know what the I don't know if that was a shoot, and there were contract negotiations. I don't know, but my my problem is the WWE has so few guys over, and the guys they do have over, you got to keep strong, and Miz is one of those guys. So, I mean, if it were me, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the situation was with Ziggler, but he is, I think, far and away the strongest guy on SmackDown. I would have just kept the guy rolling. I would. I, I, I don't agree with taking the belt off. Yeah. Meaning, I, meaning Miz being the strongest guy on SmackDown. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, they are keeping this feud going, so maybe this was just their way to do it because I think Miz getting the victory again, uh, you yeah. know, it buries Dolph completely. But I, I get I get your point, Vince, about what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah hey, a, there were reports, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll actually get to back to the Miz and, and Ziggler. But uh, next we had Heath Slater and Rhino against the Usos. Uh, There's a funny chant from the crowd. <laughs> they were chanting, "He's got kids." At one point during this match. Um, Rhino and Heath Slater getting the the win clean. I think that finish surprised a lot of people. What do you guys think? Vince? I think it should. This said no. Go ahead. Sorry. No okay, Matt, go ahead. It's two seconds. I don't want to comment. I was just going to say that you shouldn't have been on a pay per view. Uh, Vince. Yeah, I, I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, I don't. I don't think they're going to. You know, they gave the uh, uh, Usos a makeover. I don't think they're going to do anything with them. I mean, so like, I, I, I really wasn't surprised by the outcome at all. I, kind of, I, I kind of started believing the story was that that Rhino kept saving um, uh, Slater's backside. You know, I kind of thought like that was the story. But after watching the finish tonight. It seemed like Rhino didn't mind that he saved his backside. So, like, I don't, I don't really know if that's the story anymore. Yeah, um, I, I just think what when when a wrestler changes their character, or gets a, a you know a makeover, you shouldn't start beating them right off the bat. You know, you should kind of push him a little bit. But yeah, um, Usos losing here. There was a backstage Bray Wyatt promo. Uh, Bray Wyatt just usual shtick vince uh you're a big bray wyatt fan what are your thoughts on these promos lately ah uh, they just i mean they don't mean anything i mean i you know it's funny like raj because when you said that there was like a graphic that came on with bray and like they're throwing up eater of worlds and i'm just sitting i'm like what well, what world has bray white eaten you know i mean it's like it's it's such and it has nothing to do with bray wyatt this guy is so freaking talented man bro if i was writing this guy would be on top he'd be, he'd have been on top for a long time but they they've just they've just made him absolutely meaningless you know his promos don't mean anything his catchphrases don't mean anything he can't win a match without you know a blackout and somebody showing up God, this guy has so much freaking potential. It, it it literally hurts me to watch. What's frustrating is he he's far past the potential. He's demonstrated already a zillion and one times versus Cena versus their main guys that he ends up getting more over than them. Um, versus Cena, he ate him alive, I thought, with, with not just the crowd, but actually his work in the ring, his promo work, everything. That was his... Should have been his coming out party. And once again, they failed to give him to the finish line. And they put him in obscurity there for a minute. And then they bring him back. And then they give him one of these worthless wins tonight on Randy Orton. Like, no. Yeah. Um, up next, we had Baron Corbin versus Jack Swagger. Um, I thought it was a pretty decent match. Uh, there was a ref distraction. Corbin got an eye rake and then got the win with the end of days. Um Matt, your thoughts on the match? Again, you keep throwing to me first with these matches, Raj, that absolutely nobody gives a crap about. No, offense. But that's the majority of matches now on these pay-per-views. <laughs> this, okay, this is another reason, yet again, why you don't start the show with a damn main event. This, this is look, look, look where we're at here. There's such a decrescendo in this entire show, and this is a great example of it. Um, I mean, this isn't even a plateau. This is a straight nosedive as far as interest, intrigue, what do I know about both guys? Am I emotionally halfway emotionally invested in either? No, and no. Um, 
it, I wanted to fast forward it somehow, but no. Um, the guys, as Vince always says, they busted their ass. They worked hard, and I'll say that all day. But again, it was to me, it was boring and didn't deserve to be on this show. Uh, Vince? Yeah, you know, Matt, uh, uh, Raj, I mean, I, I'm, I happen to like Baron Corbin. I do. I like the guy. I, I, I do. I like him. But I just, you know, bro, they don't make you care about anybody. Like, I, you know, that that's why it's like what Matt said. I'm looking at this match, and here's the first question I'm asking myself. Do I care who wins? The answer is no, because they haven't made me care about either guy. They haven't made me care about the feud. It's it's just another match. And that's where, you know, I mean, you know, we, we, we're beating a dead horse, but that's where they fall short. I would love, man, if Raj, if I had Baron Corbin and Bray Wyatt on the same roster, bro, they would have a freaking program that everybody would be talking about. But yet both of them are just in just in nothing programs doing nothing. And I just I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think Corbin has the potential. I don't think he's quite there in the ring yet, but uh, he just definitely got a look. He 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 has credibility as far as you know his his background and everything. Um, Matt, your point about the main event opening the show. Do you think it might have had the opposite? Uh, well, I don't know opposite effect, but do you think there's probably a lot of people that were willing to watch this pay per view that as soon as the main event happened first, they just switched it off and went over to the debate that would have otherwise stuck around. Um. I'm a huge fan. Like I, whether I do this show or not, I would have watched the show. Right. That said, I'll tell you my answer right now. If I didn't have to come on here and do this, I would have stopped. Generally, I would have stopped after the opening match, after the the championship match. I would have clicked back on to see if Ziggler versus Miz was on, and if they weren't, I still wouldn't come back. And then click back one more time, and hopefully Miz is on, and then I'd watch that match, and then I'd be done for the night. Yeah. And I think I bet you a billion bucks that that was the trend. Yeah. Because I would think with these two matches, a lot of people that did have some interest in the debate probably switched over that wouldn't have if the main event was last. Um, and that, so, But that takes us to Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. I'm surprised they didn't finish the show with this match because I felt like this outside the yes. main event had the most uh, had the most intrigue, the most interest. Uh, it was I thought the match of the night, Vince, I know what you're going to say. Uh, there was a lot of kicking out of each other's moves. Uh, but I was thinking the same thing during it, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that, but man, it kept me guessing. And there's, there's, I feel like I've watched wrestling for so long now that it's, I don't get got that often, but there were like five or six different times where I thought it was the end of the match and, can, can, and they kept going. Can I just say one thing before we begin? The, the one false finish I just want to comment on, which they tipped their, they tipped their hand more than any other false finish in the history of false finishes by having the spirit squad come out. So yeah. we're supposed to be the spirit squad. Ten years since they've been on the show, come back, screw over their buddy Dolph Ziggler to make him lose, and then he retires. It goes off into the sunset. No, no one buys that. Everyone knows if Spirit Squad came out and some of the stuff that happens, you know, then the, the gimmick would be that he would be, Dolph would be working some sort of program with them or something along those lines. It wouldn't just come in for a one-off to screw their buddy over and never hear from them again. You know what I'm saying? Well, did, did you watch SmackDown on Thursday? Because they weren't they were on SmackDown. Oh, I apologize. No, because I'm only uh, being paid to do Raw. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were on SmackDown. So, uh, yeah, so this was extending off of their cameo from uh, this past Tuesday. Mm. Um, 
Vince, your thoughts? Yeah, that was the question I was going to ask Raj because I've given up SmackDown, so I don't watch SmackDown anymore. So I was ho- I was actually hoping that they were on SmackDown. I assume that they were. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, again, I just told you, I think Miz, Miz is one of the strongest characters on the show. I would be shocked if he didn't get it back, you know, maybe as, as early as this Tuesday. But I just I believe when you've got guys rolling, I, I believe in just to keep rolling with them. And I just would have kept rolling with Miz. I wouldn't, you know, maybe it is just a hiccup and maybe he will get it back. But I would just keep rolling with him. What did you think of the match? I mean, I thought it was I mean, I thought it was a good match. And I mean, you know, the, the guys always work hard. And this probably was the best night match of the night because there were there were a lot of things that were sloppy. I mean, Orton and Bray was sloppy, man. I mean, they that that was not a good match. So, yeah, I think this was the best match of the night. Yeah. Uh, and and one thing is just how into it the crowd was like. And as the match kept going, the crowd was just hot yeah, because them. there were stakes. That's yeah. why there were stakes on the match. That the match had meeting. That's why. Yeah. yeah, and you know there were those rumors about Ziggler possibly moving on to an agent role. I think I think it started from Ric Flair's comments on his podcast where he was saying that. Uh, so it, there was definitely intrigue. You know, like people really didn't know uh, if he was losing tonight or not. And WWE sent out advertising for you know this week's SmackDown that where the the description read like how will you know what happens after Ziggler you know lost at no mercy so uh they were working the fans as well but man the fans were just I mean when Ziggler won they were going crazy this was the first time in a long time that a title win felt like something huge and the yeah. setup the setup too it's important though remember well Dolph set all this up you guys he set this up with some of his most passionate world leader yeah. promos that he's ever cut yep that's yeah. true yep 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 and, and so it'll be interesting do you think uh they'll change course with how they pushed Dolph Ziggler because it seems like every time they, they yeah. push him for like a few weeks and then he goes back to where he was Vince? I don't I don't I don't I mean I don't see them changing anything I like I said I would be shocked if Miz doesn't get the belt back yeah Matt I don't know what Dolph did was two years ago you know what I mean when he, when he cashed his money in the briefcase when his first the title that night at MSG what the hell did he do wrong from that moment on well, he, he, he got a concussion well, I thought it was because he did mm-hmm. Amy Schumer, and a lot of people were jealous because of that man. <laughs> no, 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 hey. Yeah. Which I would have pushed him to the moon with you that news. You, you would think, think. right? Yeah. 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 So desperate for entertainment, you know, uh, giving them any kind of attention. You would, you know, you think yeah. so. I'm yeah. surprised at that. Yeah, no, what happened that time? Yeah, Ziggler, uh, Ziggler got a concussion, and then when he came back, they just put the title on Alberto Del Rio and, and turned <laughs> Ziggler face, and he's been babyface ever since. But uh, there was that Survivor Series that year that Sting debuted a couple yes. years ago where yes. Ziggler won the match for his team. Yes. It looked like they were going to do something yeah, with him. Yeah, that, he w- that was the hottest he's been in years right there, Raj. And I thought after that they were going to run with him, and they, I mean, in two weeks he was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a backstage segment when I, so Randy Orton looked in the mirror and, uh, his face started morphing. And when I think of it, like the corniest angles, uh, in WCW, one, one that comes to mind is that one, do you remember when ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan had that program and Hogan would see warrior in the mirror and no one else is supposed to see him. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly what this reminded me of. And, uh, 
But you know what, Raj, I'm sorry, Matt, but but back up because you're reminding me of one thing that I hated about Miz and and Dolph, and it goes along these lines, bro, okay? See, this this is where, like, wrestling is a parody of itself, Raj, and it's so effing stupid. Yeah, Miz was crying after the match. I I mean, come on, bro. How many MMA fights have you watched and a guy lost and he's freaking crying? He was freaking th- th- that that's what I mean with they just they don't they 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 don't know the boundaries anymore of realism and stupidity. Miz should not be crying because he lost his title. And you know, that it's stuff like that that just drives me crazy because people at home are watching it, casual fans saying, Look at that wuss, he's freaking crying, he just lost his fake belt. Okay, but I want to get your opinion on this, Vince. Um, from a con- from the context of he's a chicken shit heel, right? He's definitely not a fighting champion, um, and he's very passionate about that title. Like he lit Daniel Bryan up on that SmackDown Live after show, right? About yes. him being taken serious, and yeah, and that his, and that guy, that and- that guy right there, Matt, that you're describing, that guy play. right there would not cry after losing okay. a belt. He'd okay. be pissed off. He'd be he'd be mad at himself. But I mean, the fact that he's in the ropes and he's crying, that's where I'm like, will you guys grow the F up like that's where you kill the product. And like like Raj says, so we now we go from a grown man crying to to uh, Orton morphing in the mirror. That, that's what I mean, bro. They don't realize how stupid this stuff is. <laughs> uh, Matt, your thoughts on the on the uh, the mirror thing. I, same thing. Somebody on Twitter posted it. The whole Hulk Hogan looking in the mirror warrior thing, and I was like, Ugh. And 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 the trifecta came soon after when Alexa Alexa Bliss is that her name yeah. is throwing a tent a temper tantrum in the middle of the ring after losing. Do you do you want to see when you look at those three things in a row? It's like, is, are we supposed to believe this, or is this just supposed to be straight comedy? So, okay, speaking of the, okay, we'll, we'll get into that, but Alexa Bliss, Bliss part, her doing that kicking and screaming thing. Christian, Chris Jericho, when their characters used to do that, Vince, you wrote for the company at the time. Why was that okay back then, though? They're in, like, say, the Attitude Area. Or, or, Bro, or I never, I never, ever. Nobody ever kicked and screamed in the ring on my dime ever, bro. Maybe okay. Jericho did that after I left the WWE and stuff, bro. He, my, here's my philosophy, Matt. Listen, we got to be realistic. How can you? How can you? How can you become a professional wrestler and be a chicken shit? Why, why, why would you ever get in the business? But but do you understand what I'm saying, Matt? The 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 concept is so ridiculous that I want to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to train to be a professional wrestler, and when I get there, I'm going to run away from everybody. Now maybe it worked in the '70s mm-hmm. when it was really cartoony Ooh, and campy, right. but today, bro, it's it's yeah. a joke. I think it depends yeah. how it's done. Uh, you know, like when Hulk Hogan lost, when he lost to Andre the Giant, he was crying. Uh, that seemed like it was the uh, an appropriate response because you know he had held that belt for four years and mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it 
it just fit with that situation. But the way Miz did it, it was campy comedy uh, after what was supposed to be a serious match. And campy is the word. Yeah, campy. Yeah, and yeah. and the campy crying, it definitely it it, it hurts the product. I, it does. I, all the campy comedy, they do a lot of it now, and and I definitely think it hurts the product. Yeah. And see now, now Raj, which, not, can can I ask you a question, Raj? I'm sure. I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, Raj. Absolutely. But see, here's where I ask myself, Raj, and I want to present it to you and Matt because here's where I always stop myself. And I say, okay, Vince, you're 55 years old. Are they doing this for the kids? And do you have to accept this is being done so the kids laugh at the crybaby? Or are they just 100% oblivious to what looks ridiculous? I think they're oblivious. I mean, that's my opinion. But could they be doing this? Because the the, the 12-year-old kids are saying, oh, look, look at Miz. He's crying. (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't know because the '80s, you know, they were targeting the kids, but it wasn't. Uh, they didn't have that much campy. At least that I remember. Maybe I was a kid and it was campy. And there wasn't that much thought into it like it is today, and this overanalyzation that's going on there—it's not the same. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> speaking of the campy stuff, then they had a—they uh, replayed the Kurt Hawkins promo uh, from earlier. Hawkins. Uh, he looked like someone who's getting ready for a Braun Strowman squash match. You know, he just doesn't. Yeah. He, 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 what am I missing? Yeah, I, I don't like know. He's just another regular guy on the roster, man. He just looks like a regular guy. Yeah. And yeah. So another. Uh, so we, we got that. He's going to make his debut on SmackDown this Tuesday. Uh, he's been wrestling at these house shows. So all this TV time they've been giving this guy and he's been wrestling at these house shows this past weekend. And no one cared. It was just complete silence uh, for his matches. So, uh, you know, something's not working, and it, it, it doesn't seem like it's that difficult to figure out why. And I know it doesn't mean as much anymore, but but he's really good in the ring, actually. He's yeah. really good, and he can lead a lot of younger guys to good matches. And he, he's more than a good hand, is my point. He seems to be very charismatic when he got released, and he was doing his own, you know, sound bites, his own shows, his own podcasts, YouTube, the whole nine. So I don't. This is another, I hate to say this, because it sounds like we're beating a dead horse and just burying the WWE creative, and that's not what we're doing here. We're being forced to talk about what's happening, and this is another example of them falling short again of not doing justice to a person that could do more than what we're seeing. They're not getting the maximum potential yet again from another talent, is what I'm saying. Yeah. and It's not the talent's fault. Right. And here, uh, next, we had Alexa Bliss. She was supposed to be wrestling for the SmackDown Women's Championship tonight. Becky Lynch was pulled. Uh, some sort of medical issue. She's not injured, but there was something. Uh, so they kept her off the show, but she'll be returning soon. And they announced that they'll be wrestling for the title on November 8th in Scotland. So we got a month to go before that. Uh, so instead, they had Naomi uh, against Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss, and this is where the booking makes no sense. Alexa Bliss is a top contender, could use a win, and she loses. Um, Unless they're throwing Naomi into this picture and they're turning it into a three-way, this makes no sense, Um, in my opinion. Matt? That's exactly what they're doing, and they're shortchanging this younger talent that they supposedly are trying to get over in the process yet again. Do you think it's just Alexa Bliss is going to be out for a few weeks, so they're going to have her feud with Naomi until she gets back, and that's why they did this? But still, if she's the top contender... uh, Then you have her steamroll people. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Vince? Yeah, listen, I, I, I think Naomi is one of the most underrated people on she the is. roster. She like, I, yeah, she could, bro, I, she, she, I mean, you know, 
this girl could beat the crap out of me, Matt Morgan. I mean, there's she's no doubt about it. Hell, athletic, yeah, she's special, bro. But they've yeah. already dropped the ball with her. I mean, yes. they never did anything yes. with her. So, like, her train is pulled out of the station, uh, unfortunately, because she's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she would be the top girl at freaking TNA. I mean, no question about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, Raj. I mean, e- even if they wanted to continue on the program, they could have had Alexa screw her something. But 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 her losing, I, I I mean, I wouldn't have went down. Or here's an idea: character development time for two weeks. Gee, that that would really kill her, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, how hard would that be? Just let her talk, let her work on her promos, do something where we know her character a little bit more, and she's not just ripping off a uh, what's the Batman character? Um, come on, Joker uh, side. Uh, the the Haley Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Which is what they're doing. Obviously, that's supposed to be Harley Quinn. By the way, um, come on. You know, give us more than that. Yeah, they could have made it a story where Becky Lynch is mysteriously injured. They don't know what happened, and they play that out on TV over the next couple of weeks. You know, and Rikishi Alexa- could have came out two weeks later and said it was him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, then we went to uh, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt, which got the main event spot. Um, uh, guys, what was the crowd reaction like to this match? Because I was kind of. Uh, I had to deal with uh, my daughters were going to bed and were crying. So I had to deal with that. But what was the uh, crowd reaction during, during the early part of the match? You had a few people that were cheering for Bray at the beginning. He was trying to lead them through the whole world in your hand chant. Um, it didn't, they didn't really follow him with it. And that was very early on in the match. The rest of the match, they were pretty dead. Yeah, because when I when I came back and started watching, it seemed like the, the crowd wasn't into it at all. I didn't, I didn't know if that changed or it was like that the whole match. That was the whole match. And Luke Harper got a pop at the end. Yeah. Vince? Hey, did I, I? I'm asking this seriously. I'm not being. Uh, I'm not being. Uh, you know, facetious or anything. What the the morphine in the mirror? You know, you would have assumed. That, you know, Bray Bray drugged them, right? That that was the idea, right? Bray slipped them a Mickey. Wasn't that the idea? I took it as Bray had an Undertaker like powers and was able to do something with the mirror somehow with zapping power through his finger. I don't know some magic type crap. Yeah, yeah the, I assume like he's in his head, and that's that's how. Uh, okay, because I assume maybe and, he drugged him or something, and that's how he was looking at himself in the mirror. But then that did not at all come into play in the match. So then I was just really confused. Yeah, it seems like all the stuff that they've been doing, well, all the backstage stuff, and then they go and just kind of have a normal match. Uh, <laughs> at least again, I only saw the second half, but it just seemed like a regular match. Um, it was sloppy too, man. It was very sloppy. Yeah, the, the, these two guys—they just don't seem to have that chemistry. Though. No, uh, it wasn't there. Uh-uh. Yeah, and uh, at the end, Luke Harper uh, pops up. They did the same exact thing last year. Uh, Bray Wyatt was wrestling Roman Reigns. Luke Harper was out, and he came back and was you know it interfered. Raj, who th- Raj, who thinks this stuff is a good idea? <laughs> I mean, seriously, Matt, who literally, bro, they're sitting in a room going over the show. Who's thinking this stuff is a good idea? And that's where I get upset because you can't tell me they care about the product. That They're opening with the main event and they're closing with Luke Copper. You can't sit there and tell me they care about the show. How do they, do, how do they not know this stuff stinks? <laughs> they care about keeping their jobs, and somebody who's semi-over probably came up with it, and they're all chicken shit to raise their voice or raise their hand and say, this is the drizzling shit. It's just, it's, they've done this before. It keeps Luke 
ba- basically where he was uh, oh, as yeah. Bray Wyatt's lackey, and and you know he he's back to back to it, where he was. It was mm-hmm. so bad, bro, that literally, like, I really believed at the end. I believe Luke was going to drop Bray. Same here. Same that's here. That's what I thought. Because yeah, I'm like, this can't, I'm like, they can't. This did they can't yes. do this. Yeah. I'm like, no. he's gonna, even when they got on the stage and he was behind them. I thought yeah. he was gonna wring his neck, and then I'm yeah. seeing the WWE logo say, "No, guys, no, 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 no," and that that, that was it. And that would have been a lot more interesting if they went with a Luke yeah. Harper Bray Wyatt feud, get him away right. from Randy Orton. Absolutely, cause... I mean that's and, and really it was so bad that I'm like that. This is where they got to be going with this, yeah. but no, it wasn't. That's awesome. We all thought the same thing. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> Uh, Vince, overall, how would you rate this paper? Oh, God, Raj. Uh, what am I rating this on? Oh, five? Let's do, uh, let's do 10. <laughs> Raj, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm so sorry. I'm giving it a two. <laughs> oh, give me my wow. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Uh, Matt, what do you what do you think? Uh, because I like to leave the show on an upbeat note, I give it a 2.5. <laughs> See, I thought it was... Again, by moving the main event to the beginning, uh, if they if it was re repositioned, it would have been a much better show. I agree with that. The main event was great, but it, it opened. Uh, Ziggler, Dolph, you know, Ziggler and Miz was great, but that was in the middle. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I I would probably go like a five, but uh, or, or maybe a four. But yes, all right. So, uh, not the greatest ratings for this. Um, oh yeah, and people are asking uh, that. I guess some people didn't watch it, but. Uh, Bray Wyatt got the win when Luke Harper showed up at the end. Uh, lights went out and Luke Harper appeared. So this is the worst one I've seen yet to date on the network. Yeah. Uh, again, I think. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think it's the worst since the brand split. Um, so is is there not another pay per view till Survivor Series? No, they got Hell in a Cell. Oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, I was gonna say thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, Hell in the Cell coming up in a couple of weeks. All right. Uh, Moving on to a couple of news bites here. Uh, Goldberg, uh, the big talk right now is that he's coming back and is wrestling Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. Um, Matt, you worked with Brock before. Were you there when Goldberg was there in WWE? Yeah, he was on Raw, though, and Brock was on SmackDown at the time. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think it's a a good move? Uh, Yeah, I think it will draw interest. I think that's what, what the name of the game is as far as that goes. Brock's ready to go into shape. We don't know about Goldberg. The jury's still I, out on that. I, I guess more uh, from a standpoint of doing it at Survivor Series. I mean, they, they're going to be doing the Royal Rumble at the Alamo Dome, over 60,000 people. It seems like they should be saving this match for uh, the Rumble venue. in that big stadium. That makes perfect sense. I don't disagree with that at all. Well, they'll probably put Sean in that Rumble, though, right? You mean like coming out of retirement? I would think so, no. I don't. I don't think he's coming out of retirement. There's been uh, no talk. I, I could. I definitely would assume they're going to put him in some role on the show. But uh, I don't, you can do I don't, a quick rumble appearance in that match. That's what I would think, man. I mean, God, I would. I would have to believe that's their ace in the hole for that. You know. I mean, that would be big. Uh, Sean seems pretty, uh, pretty content with being retired. Uh, so we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess that's about it this week. We got Raw, SmackDown. We've got a couple of weeks off from paper. Hey, Raj, can I ask so. you a question, Raj? Absolutely. Has, has any of that TNA stuff been confirmed? What? I think it's uh, no. Uh, I think if 
You mean the the sale, the video library? Yeah, the library and Billy in charge. Has any of that been confirmed? No, I think that was just an internet rumor. Uh, Billy, uh, first of all, WWE would not allow uh, Billy to continue TNA under a different name while purchasing the assets. You know, they would want an they would want a non compete with Dixie and Billy. Um, It. As far as them having interest in the video library, I think that's that's there. Uh, I think it's obvious that it hasn't happened. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, if they buy TNA, the the video library, that's it. Uh, that's it for the company. I know so, a lot so of fans basic, are. Yeah, basically, it's still where it is. Where he's the minority owner is that what is that basically? I mean, that's what we know because yeah, TNA it. puts out a press release about everything. So if something would have happened there, there would have been some kind of a release, no? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they've shot TV now through December. And, and I guess at today's TV tapings, Jeremy, Jeremy Borash confirmed that this was the last set of TV tapings for the year. So um, they have time to make whatever deal, I guess. I don't know how they're, they're paying their salaries and stuff in the meantime. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they, whatever, whoever this third party was that, that paid for this last set of tapings. I know a lot of people think it was, you know, Dixie's parents and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, WWE, there's been people suggesting that I don't see why would they would do it. Mm. They would, I mean, it's to their benefit to not do it and then just take the, the assets. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that's where TNA stands. It's, it's, it's kind of in the same spot as it was, you know, wow. as it's been for a while. Yeah. It's a mess. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, you you, t- you talked to Billy uh, on your podcast. Yeah, no, um, I, I talked to him. Like, I, I got a um, I got an email from him over the weekend, and the tone. Like, I don't ask him, Raj. It's none mm-hmm. of my business. If he wants to tell me something, he'll tell me. But the tone was very frustrating. So when I saw the tone, I'm like, nothing happened. And yeah. so that's what that's why I asked you because he just he seems very very frustrating. Yeah, it's unfortunate too because he seems like someone that has. Uh, some sort of passion for the business yeah, and, and, and a different vision that uh, it would just be interesting to see what he could do with it. Yeah, that's why I wish, man, he'd do something on his own, man. Enough, you know, do use that money and do something on your own. Well, he tried. He had that uh, in, independent group, Revolution. I think it was called Revo- Revolution Pro Wrestling. Okay. Renaissance. 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 Right. But right. wasn't there a wasn't there a problem with the two owners that he was in business with? I thought that was more of a a managerial problem than anything else. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I thought so, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I think just without TV, without a TV contract. I mean, look at Jeff Jarrett with Global Force Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, unless you got that TV contract, you're not going anywhere. And. It's just crazy that with so many channels out right now that no one has an interest yeah. in wrestling. Yeah. And it, it makes you wonder about WWE, you know, like if their ratings are falling, are they going to get to a point where, I mean, they, you know, a lot of people thought they were going to have this huge bidding war when their, you know, mm-hmm. TV rights deal came up and they didn't get that great of a deal. I mean, they, they got a little more money for it, but it wasn't this huge thing that a lot of people were expecting. And, and, They've lost shows over the years that no one's picked up, like main event and and these other shows, and and people have been passing on them. So uh, you just got to wonder. That's why found so many other outlets to make uh, to draw income from um, because of that. They they think they have sustainable income now to where if they get shit canned off TV, they can just run a show off the network, and that will work for so many years until eventually 
you know, they need to find other avenues to make more money to make up for those ad adverts you're not able to get anymore and make money off of. There's going to be a way that you're going to do it. Yeah, because how are you going to get new fans without a free TV show every week? You know, people who don't know WWE aren't just going to subscribe to the network and say, I'm going to try this out. You can see already they're still trying to right now tell the kids the kids that are young right now that this is the future you're watching it through our network we want you to take you from the cradle to the grave as a fan and we're starting all over again now on the network you can see their plan no i, I and it's a smart move i just think you're not going to be creating the new fans if everything is on the network yeah. uh, so you need a tv show that you, that you know because you know raw between raw and Smack, smackdown they're uh at least Three and a half million, at least uh, three to four uh, combined. Uh, you would think if you if you were to combine the unique audience for those two shows, uh, obviously most of it's probably crossover. I'm thinking um, five to ten years down the road when I say that, though. By the way, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. But uh, it, wrestling and TV, it's it's a it's a it's a scary thing right now in today's day and age. It killed it killed WCW. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I that that does it for this week, Vince. Uh, you got anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, just podcast one. Everybody knows Monday through Friday. You can catch my show on podcast one. And Matt, any- hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BP Matt Morgan. Check out www.5percentnutrition.com to get your supplemental needs. All right, everyone. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next time here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. <laughs>